Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey y'all, Seven Rounds of Heaven is back. We're brought to you by the Armchair All-Americans as a part of the Armchair Media Network. College football season is over and Clemson is your national champion. It is I, Rob Paul, the Armchair Scout, a.k.a. the person who has crowned Trevor Lawrence the best Frosh QB of all time. And with me, as always, is AJ, the Alabama dynasty is over, Marchese. Uh, get ready for the same matchup next year, Rob. Today, we'll look at some NFL draft takeaways from the Natty, major draft prospects who have elected to return to school, new NFL draft declarations, and look at who we're most excited for at the East-West Shrine game, and of course, the NFL PA Bowl. Of course. Let's hit it. Seven rounds in heaven with my baby Driving down to Nashville maybe Looking for a net or bosa Draft Matt Gay on the first day Draft Matt Gay on the second day Just get Matt Gay on your squad Let's go seven rounds, let's go seven rounds together, let's go seven rounds forever, and that's a song. I'd like to take a second to tell you all about our new friends from Blitz, the official ticket provider of the Armchair Media Network. Unlike other ticketing providers that sneak in extra fees and unexplained service charges, at TixBlitz, the price you see is the price you pay. Unnecessary fees shouldn't prevent you from seeing the sporting event, concert, or Broadway show of your choosing. Go to TixBlitz.com and enter promo code ARMCHAIR at checkout to receive 5% off your total ticket purchase. That's T-I-X-B-L-I-T-Z dot com. Promo code ARMCHAIR. Ticks Blitz. Guaranteed seats, guaranteed emotions. Wow. I like that. I like that that end part of the ad. Me too. I heard uh, Ticks Blitz could get you into the natty for 50 bucks. Is that true? Yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, hey, th- speaking of the natty and how much the tickets cost, the day of, they were only 150 something. Yeah, that's what I was making reference to. Oh, that was on. S- a different website that we don't use to buy our tickets. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. Take splits would have had it for fifty bucks. They, uh, knows, uh, they got they got the Santa Clara market cornered. Of course, number two Clemson walked on number one Alabama, forty four sixteen in the national championship. The college football season is over. Uh, a thrilling game, kind of, and then Clemson just again walked on them. I, w- I will say it was one of the more uh, fun blowouts. Oh, I enjoyed every second of it, but I think that was just because, yeah. like, watching the downfall of Alabama. I don't know. Uh, that 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 definitely didn't hurt, but also just enjoying all the players in the game. All the young kids who aren't even draft eligible that I can't wait to evaluate in the future. Yeah. Obviously, Trevor Lawrence had the game for the ages, uh, <laughs> and everyone's talking about him. Should be first overall this year. Can he, go, can he declare blah, blah, blah. 
Which we won't talk about, Rob. Yeah, because XFL is where he's headed to get paid. Uh, we yeah, will course. start with some actual draft-eligible guys. Anyone draft-eligible really catch your eye in that game? Uh, yeah. Christian Wilkins, 8. I think Christian Wilkins, that was the best game of his career, potentially. He was seemingly in the backfield every snap. Like, I know, um, statistically, at four tackles, a half sack, and a TFL, but he was affecting so much. Yeah. Hell of a um, way for him to go out. For sure. He, uh... I don't know. That quickness is damn impressive. Um, mm-hmm. I'm seeing like Sheldon Rankins and Grady Jarrett type pro comparisons for him now and such. Uh, and and he's very enjoyable, obviously. Uh, Clell and Farrell also. He, I, his, his, hard, his name is hard to say for me for some reason. Clellan Farrell. He, what, uh, he had a hell of a game too. He threw Jonah Williams on that one play. And now people think Jonah <laughs> yeah. Williams isn't good, which is yeah, so yeah. good. Cool the hot takes like because Deontay Thompson made – like two bad plays. Yeah, Chill. yeah. Alabama's number the best safety in the draft. Deontay Thompson kind of got burned twice, and people are just nah. He's not good. Shut up. He the is. one that they they designed the routes to uh, kind of uh, take advantage of Deontay's aggressiveness and kind of fool his eyes. Yeah, on the on the um, on the big uh, T Higgins pass in the early in the game. It was Higgins, right? Yeah. Yeah, and like it's Alabama's corners didn't play very well. Um, no, um, that yeah. one Justin Ross like. I mean, Savion Smith got injured on it, but he ate him at the at the line mm-hmm. of scrimmage. Um, really, I I was underwhelmed by the majority of Alabama's defense in general, not just yeah. Deontay. Like there was that one big run near the end. It didn't look like Isaiah Bugs was even trying. That was no. great. Mm-hmm. Bugs Ra- didn't show up like much at all. And Raquan Davis just <clears> wasn't like it. Felt like he wasn't on the field. Yeah, like Quinton Williams, maybe the, the the least impactful game of his season. And he he had a solid game. Like he was fine. Like for for a regular defensive tackle, yeah, yeah. But for him, it was yeah, like I think his least effective game of the season for sure. And, he, and for me, Jennings maybe the best. Of he the bunch. he. I was gonna say if you're gonna, there's two guys on Alabama who I thought had their their performances stood out despite getting blown out. Anthony Jennings was one of them. He mm-hmm. played a fantastic game. Mm-hmm. He almost had that pick. Um, yeah, I think he's credited with one pass breakup, but I'm pretty sure he had two, didn't he? Uh, he was making plays against the run all game. Yeah, three and a half tackles for loss. He's not going to, like, wow. I don't think he's going to wow at the combine with athleticism or anything. But he's just, like, I, I have a Jabal Sheard comp on him. He's just one of those guys, <laughs> like, you probably get him in uh, some, mid-day two or something. And he's going to be a very solid starter for a long time. He might not be a Pro Bowl guy, but he gets the job done. I yeah. really enjoy him. Uh, one of Austin Bryant's better performances, maybe. He seems spot. to just luck into big plays. Like he is. That's true. Yeah. He's like a late day three pick for me still. Yeah, I'm not talking about him. Just, uh, just talking. Yeah. Uh, I thought on the Alabama offense, Josh Jacobs, although it wasn't like a crazy game, he yep. was the most impressive Bama offensive player. Picking Damon up the Harris targets. is fine too. Sorry. Damon Harris is okay. Yeah, too, yeah, he's okay. There's a couple uh, of those runs where he was he running just into run, off the line. I was going to say that. He had that one like third and short run where yeah. if he cut, he should have been able to pick up at least five, and he ran straight into like Piers Bacher's back. Yeah, there was a couple of those at the goal line, too, that just weren't yeah. very impressive. I, 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 I know J- Jacobs only had 63 total yards on like 12 or 13 touches or something, but it was the way he was – the tough that, that, yardages, yardage mm-hmm. he can pick up is damn impressive. That one cut where he split the defenders, yeah. that was nasty. He, he – he is a top five running back in this class, and I know some people say he's RB1, and I think he definitely has a chance at that. 
he's very impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, that's that's about it for Bama, all yeah. Teams. For well, yeah. for Bama, Clemson. Yeah. Um, I also came away. I mean, I'm a big fan of Trayvon Mullen. He came away with that. It was an easy interception on the to a long yeah, shot yeah. early. Mm-hmm. But he also came on on got that sack, which was a nice uh, design by um, yeah, what's Brent his name? Venables. Brent Venables. Yeah, but I thought Mullen had a nice game overall, and I he, he he's long lean, and he just declared. Um, mm-hmm. He's a guy I like. I, I think I, th- I think a switch to safety could be really nice for him. It's interesting. Uh, he named MVP of the game defensively. Yeah, I kind of thought that should have gone to Christian Wilkins, but yeah, probably. But I, Mull- I guess yeah. Mullen had two huge plays, but. Um, also, Isaiah Simmons, the other Clemson linebacker, who's uh, the converted he's safety. He's a sophomore, though, isn't he? No, he's draft eligible. Redshirt sophomore? Uh, all I know is he is dra- uh, dra- draft eligible. Okay. Continue. No, he definitely uh, popped off the screen for and, me, too. And he's a guy who's a converted safety. Um, and you can, six, see, you can see that athleticism. Yeah, Alyssa's 6'2", 6'3". Uh, yeah, he's a redshirt sophomore. Yeah, redshirt sophomore. I don't know that he would declare, but he's a guy. I don't think to, so. But yeah, if he's going to going forward, like he could be the man on Clemson's D next year, though. Mm-hmm. Just uh, they had him like you know covering dudes in the slot, like that's how they use him too. Really interesting. He did a really good game. Yeah, he. I, I liked what I saw from him, but again, a lot of the biggest wow plays came from um, guys who yeah guys who are twenty twenty one and twenty twenty. Draft eligible. Can I say that the most, like, I, I, I figured Trevor Lawrence, if he was on his game, you could take advantage of the Alabama corners, especially with T. Higgins and Ross, who Ross. came out of, yeah, popped. Like, after the both the, the bowl game, the, the semi game, too. Just what a monster he was. But the ability of Clemson to keep him clean, I did not expect that. Like, yeah, the O line played. Way better uh, than I ever thought they that, would. Yeah, and I don't think anyone's even talking about it. And zero sacks. Like, and, like, there's not even any... I know Mitch Hyatt's, like, a big name, but Mitch Hyatt's not... Because like, he I started even, for four years. Yeah, like, I don't even think he'll... He's maybe, like, a sixth or seventh round pick, but I mm-hmm. I think he's more of an undrafted guy. But, like, there's not really any dudes on that O-line either. And they're no. handling a, a defensive line pass, which got first, second, and third round picks all over it. Yeah, that was extremely impressive. I think that's what won them. Like, it, it definitely, like Lawrence could be comfortable take those deep shots. Yes, like that was yeah, that was huge. And then obviously Ross was making plays all over the field. And like what? How many highlight reel catches do he have? Like three or four? Yeah, he was he's doing his best DeAndre Hopkins impression. Yeah, T Higgins had the the touchdown and the other big catch and but looked good. And uh, do you see what Quentin Williams said about uh? Lawrence. He basically gave the credit to all the receivers, and he said Trevor Lawrence. All Trevor Lawrence's passes were fifty-fifty. Yeah, that's. I I, I have to disagree respectfully. Me too. With sorry, you, but yeah, sorry, Quinn. Um, but T. Higgins looks like he's going to be a first-round pick potentially in twenty twenty. And so and does Justin Ross. And Justin yeah. Ross looks like he's wide receiver one in twenty twenty-one. Yeah. Uh, Batman receivers. Waddle didn't really show up. Uh, Rugs yeah, didn't really show up. Waddle's more of like the fourth guy, though. So he is, and he's he a tr- again true freshman. Uh, yeah, Rugs yeah. though. Rugs, yeah. They did a good job keeping Rugs off. Devonta Smith was like fine. Jerry Judy obviously went off with the, he yeah. had the huge touchdown. Mm-hmm. He's a stud. I think he's the clear wide receiver one as next of year. now for next year. Yep. Like he's I freaky. Um, 
so explosive. Uh, and Tua struggled. To, that's both of the interceptions were like, like he he made decisions pre-snap and didn't that, really make a read yeah. or anything and just threw threw stuff up and both the first the pick one sick I'm, was I'm, bad. Yeah, the first one I'm not even sure what the hell he was trying to do with the ball. Yeah, he like misread the coverage. He thought it was man. It was zone. But even the throw was like between because it was yeah no it wasn't not it was also not a good throw it was like between both routes it and, was really and then weird. then the Mullen one on the deep shot was Just, like yeah, he he wanted to take a deep shot and he made that decision pre snap and didn't mm-hmm. seem to like think about anything post snap and just threw it up which he if you're gonna like I know it's early to talk about to uh in this way but if you're gonna look for Holes. a flaw. It's a lot of he he seems to have made decisions pre-snap with where he's going with the ball, and that's going to be something that's going to get broken down a ton when we're looking at him in twenty twenty. I thought it was silly to take him out of the game, though. But anyway, I, I think it was more like we know we're not going to win, and let's let Jalen Hurts, who's going to transfer, let's let him play in this game because he's done a lot for a program. That's just yeah, kind of he's played in actual championship games. I know, I, I'm not, I know. But I'm not disagreeing that like that's what Saban thought or anything, but I'm just saying it's stupid. <laughs> well, I don't I don't think it really mattered at all. Um but for me, but, I just well, I'm just so sick of seeing Jalen Hurts play quarterback for that team. Uh looking at running backs, Etienne is yeah. he's getting those Alvin Kamara comps coming. Um potential. I think him and him versus DeAndre Swift is probably going to be the battle for RB1 in 2020. There's, so many dudes, and there's yeah. like yeah, there's like ten other guys. Um, Dobbins obviously is going to get be a hot name, and, and w- another one of those guys is Najee Harris, the Alabama running back. Who he, he Alabama loves to use like multiple running backs. He looked good in, mm-hmm. the, in on his touches. They like had a drive um, where he was like kind of the focal point of the, the offense. The go to guy, yeah. He, I don't think I'm going to like him. Uh, he, I think he's going to be. I didn't like Derrick Henry, and I think it, it's going to be a similar thing. Uh, I don't. I don't even know if he's as good as Derrick Henry. I don't think he's as explosive as Derrick Henry. It, exactly. Like in straight line, Derrick Henry's not explosive laterally. No, no, but yeah, straight. Uh, but neither. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I'm gonna really like Najee Harris. Like obviously, he's gonna be he's gonna be a good running back for Alabama next year. But, oh yeah, uh, just a draft prospect. I don't think you like him too much. Especially with how this class is gonna be. Yeah, he kind of just like when he's out of the outside the tackles, he's just kind of like wandering. I don't know. I don't he like doesn't. He doesn't seem to. They don't use him at all in the passing game. No. Oh, speaking of, Damian Harris had that one drop, which I didn't love. Uh, Jacobs had a drop too, right? Yeah. Um, I was keeping my eye on on them receiving the ball because we don't get to see it too too often. So I was trying to see that, but I'll... yeah. Um, overall, I can't wait for. Just the the offensive skill positions in twenty twenty. Yeah, that, that I, was my main takeaway from this game. To be completely, we, but honest. we were talking like the amount of talent in this game, like it was probably historic, right? Yeah, because obviously both are full of guys this year, multiple yes. first round picks. But they're well, we said like, what four four to six first round picks. The f- potential QB one next year and the year after in this game, yeah. um, mm-hmm. potential RB one, potential receiver ones the next two years. Yeah, Plus, like, first round pick there's, at the position, like yeah. Justin Ross, T. Higgins, Amani Rogers, Jerry Judy, Devonta Smith, Henry Ruggs, Jalen Waddle. That's seven receivers <laughs> who look like future NFL wide receivers. <laughs> In the first like three rounds, probably. Yeah, yeah. like that's ridiculous. Mm, um, yeah, I, I mean, it's gonna be hard to say anyone else will be in the final next year besides these two. 
I think they're just yeah they're they're gonna be like and like even if one of them falls a game early on they'll still be there I think. Yeah, I think so. Because like you know, Clemson trips up to Syracuse like they always do. Like, I think they'll still make it, right? I don't know what the schedule is, but me neither. But yeah, it's just these two teams are so ridiculous, and continue to recruit at a high, uh, elite levels. Dabo yeah. Sweeney's an enjoyable person, also. So yes, uh, he's going to take over for Saban when Saban leaves, or what, Rob? I mean, did you see how many passes he high fived on F- when he was at Alabama? That sentence didn't make sense, but I, I know you, you know mean. what I mean. Every time he caught a ball, he gave a big old high five. You're right. When he's at Alabama, Travis was the guy no one no one liked on the team, but he's so nice. <laughs> every every football team has one of those guys. Like he's so nice, think, normally be mean to him, but he's too much. I think it's it's probably Dabo's son at Clemson right now. <laughs> yeah, I like that Dabo's son got in for like, a, like a fake jet sweep or something. Yeah, I like that. Though. Respect Dabo. <laughs> he thinks his son's the next Hunter Renfro. Okay. I would have liked this, them to see one more Hunter Renfro touchdown at the end there, too, by the way. Yeah, Just for old time yeah come on, guys. Love Hunter Renfro. What a stud. At least at least he's going to actually be in the NFL, so that's nice. Yeah. Uh, okay. Into the business side of this all now. A uh, whole bunch of underclassmen have announced they're returning for the 2019 season as we approach the deadline, which is this coming Monday, I, I believe. That's right. Four, yep, the 14th. 4 p.m. on the 14th or something weird. That I could have made that time up. I have no idea. I think I you did, but it's okay. It sounded right. It's like when the trade deadline ends. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we'll run through some of these. Some are bigger names than others. Starting off at the top, no surprise here. The only quarterback on this list. Uh, South Carolina QB Jake Bentley will be returning. You, you hate Jake Bentley? <laughs> he he, uh, he, had a he really played better down the yeah, stretch. He had a really rough start to the year. I thought Jake Bentley has... He's got a little stuff. He's got a little something, something. I didn't. Him, I didn't feel that he needed to announce he was returning. I thought it was assumed. Yes. Yeah. So we'll see. Maybe. Maybe if he has a big. He's year got. Next he's. Year, he I have. think there are things there that I could see him being a potential NFL backup quarterback. <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, that's all I have on that. Uh, kind of surprising one, just because of the position he plays. Zach Moss, the Utah running back, is returning for his senior year. Um, he got banged up at the end of the year. I thought he had a chance to potentially be RB1. I think he would have been a top five running back in the class. Um, he's going back. That adds a stud senior to that 2020 running back group. A, uh, guy, a, lot, a lot left undone at Utah, I think, Rob. He, uh, I'm excited to see. hopefully see him in like a senior bowl scenario too. He is, yeah. He's the type of running back that like he, he'll be, he won't be, I don't think, a first-round pick, but he's going to be really good in the NFL. Um uh, reminds me of Aaron Jones. Uh, another running back, uh, Florida running back, LaMichael P. Ryan, Samaji P. Ryan's cousin, going back to Florida. He can be the bell cow there. I, I'm assuming that's the way he thought about it, um, with Jordan yeah. Scarlett going pro. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Florida's on the up and up. Um, Art, yep. Maybe the biggest name of the entire list here, uh, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think so, yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe second. Biggest on the offense. Texas wide receiver Colin Johnson, who he has the tools to be a first-round pick. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't think it necessarily all came together this year for him. I think he would end up being a day-two pick had he come out. Um, had a good year, though. No, 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 he did. I, I, I think Texas has something special kind of brewing there. And, again, like Zach Moss, I think – 
going back, getting him at the senior bowl, like that's pretty mm-hmm. big next year. No, I, I'm I'm not going to knock the decision at all. I'm surprised to just to quickly jump in. I'm surprised Lil Jordan Humphrey declared though. I would have guessed the other way, just because Colin Johnson's the better prospect, and Lil Jordan's more of like, yeah, he 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 almost felt more important to what Texas was trying to do. If you know what I mean. But him capitalizing on a it made sense a hot year it, yeah. it makes sense. But I'm just I'm just but, surprised with Johnson going back that he didn't as well. Yeah, Johnson, a height weight speed dude, who mm. again he there is sometimes he looks like a first round pick on the field. He makes some yep. crazy ball adjustments. I'm excited to see him back at Texas. Um, another receiver had hype entering the year and kind of faltered. South Carolina yeah. receiver Brian Edwards. I think this is a great decision to go back. Yep. Also, the way he announced it was badass on Twitter with uh, the uh, the old uh, Wolf of Wall Street clip. Yeah, that was that was very enjoyable. Um, and he's a guy who he has some fifty fifty ball ability that like he looks like he's gonna he's got the potential to be a starting receiver in the NFL. I think with the combination of his slightly down year mm-hmm. and the class as a whole, it made total sense for him to return to South yeah. Carolina. Mm-hmm. Um, especially with Bentley going back too, there's yep. chemistry there. Um, and he and Debo's gone, he can fully be the dude in the passing game. Yes, I think it was a smart decision. But quickly, I, I think uh, the decision to return announcement should be the the new uh, recruiting decision commitment announcement videos. Oh God, that would I would not be able to handle that. Forty five minute like video of a guy like fighting. <laughs> NFL team logos just to, and then at the end he hugs like the Buckeye and he's back. Can we can we I start could, cornering that I market, please? I I could see us directing these. Yeah, exactly. Like, that I just spitballed that a whole idea right there together. That's yeah, like four kids could do that. Probably. Yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking of Buckeyes, Ohio State slot receiver who I think is the most talented receiver, um, in not, history. Yeah, in the history of football. No, on the, I I don't. I think Paris Campbell's the freakiest athlete yes. they ever received, but I think KJ Hill is like a more the most nuanced receiver Ohio State had. He had a he had a couple of those nasty one handed grabs this year too. Yeah, he's returning. He's I think he's got a legit future in the NFL as a sweet slot receiver. I like that he's returning back. Mainly because he's a lot more well rounded than Paris. Is. Yeah, like Paris Campbell wins with the athleticism. KJ Hill wins because he's a good receiver type of deal. I'm also not super high on Paris Campbell, mm-hmm. um, but. Whoever's the quarterback for Ohio State is going to be pretty happy that they got KJ Hill there. Tay Martell, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, hey, Justin Fields could get that waiver. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought that I kind of wanted him to come out just because I really enjoy watching him. But smart decision. Speaking of transfers, uh, yeah, why Florida receiver Van Jefferson returning to Florida? Um, not surprising. There, he, he had some good there was, ball games I at the end of the year. Like I, maybe I, I want to say it was the Florida State game. He like he looked very explosive on a big touchdown. He's a like you said he's an old Miss transfer. Somehow they had all of the receivers at Old Miss. Um, <laughs> but yeah, again, like P Ryan, kind of Florida's got something coming together there, and a big year out of him could do wonders. Next year's receivers class can be. As good, if not better, than this year. Yep. Which is crazy. If the guys we like, are, that are expected, to yeah, like Judy, Chanel. But even the, the yeah. guys that de- decide to return have been, you know, really solid. Yeah. Um. South Florida tight end Mitchell Wilcox is returning. I think this is a smart decision just with the depth of the tight end class. I like Mitchell Wilcox, but 
he he uh he doesn't really have the same hype behind his name as some of the other smaller school tight ends. Um, and uh, with Blake Burnett leaving, there's no threat of him taking his job at tight end. <laughs> nice, thank uh, you. Uh, I, and next year's there's not a whole lot of hype on the tight end class next year. Either. Yeah, but there wasn't coming into this year either, except for Noah fan really. Uh, I mean, I've been hyping Dawson Knox for a while. Let's uh, and Caleb Wilson. You know, I actually knew about Jay Sternberger when he was a backup on Kansas. Yeah, I'm sorry, Rob. I'm sorry. I knew I knew what was going to happen. Yeah, no, you're you're not wrong. I feel like the tight end class you kind of don't always have it. Like Irv Smith wasn't considered as good now as he mm-hmm. was at the beginning. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, you're right on that. Um, a guy who I think has a lot of potential. There's a lot of hype in the summer for him too, wasn't there? I might have made that hype. <laughs> I hyped him a lot. I don't know if anyone else I, likes him. I, I feel like there's other people, but maybe it was just you. I don't know. Uh, Prince Tiga Winogo. I think that's how you spell his name. Yeah, sounds name. good. Auburn's left tackle. Uh, really athletic dude. Big athletic guy who just doesn't... like. I feel like he doesn't quite have it all together f- at all from a technical standpoint, but the athleticism mm-hmm. is dripping off him. He's returning to Auburn makes complete sense, mm-hmm. even in maybe not the greatest offensive line class, just because there's a lot more to... For him to do, I think I was hyping him in Iowa's left tackle. I think I, uh, Alaric Jackson. Jackson. I don't. I've never heard anyone talk about him, and I love him. I loved him too, though. <laughs> so like, I don't know what's up with that, but I know he's a redshirt sophomore. Maybe that's why. Yeah, he was he was super young. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think smart move for Prince to return to Auburn, um, and maybe they'll have a real quarterback next year. So show off, show off a little more in that sense. Stidham is like the realest quarterback. I don't like Jerry Stidham, but he's the realest quote-unquote quarterback since probably Cam Newton there. So Is he then? Give me Nick Marshall over Jared Stidham. I'm not kidding. At least I can <laughs> train Nick to play corner. That's true, but I'm just saying, for a realist quote-unquote quarterback. Uh, you're not wrong. Or are you? <laughs> probably. You're just because he's white? I don't know what you want me to say. No, I'm Jared Stidham's terrible. Nick Marshall a better pass than Jared Stidham. Don't at me. <laughs> I like Nick Marshall uh, more. Uh, get out of here. Tyler Beadies <laughs> going back to Wisconsin. Yeah. big Bigger surprise because I thought he'd be a top 20 player in this draft class, the number one interior offensive lineman. Especially with the interior S- offensive line group, mm-hmm. not the strongest. Special ability as a center, mm-hmm. like Travis Frederick-esque. Very surprising that he's returning. Um, really great for Wisconsin, who's losing most of their offensive line. Yeah. But now, uh, I it's kind of a battle between I think Dalton Reisner, if you kick him inside, and Garrett Bradbury for the best center in the class. Mm. Um, but yeah, that one really surprised me. I just kind of assumed he'd go. He just wants uh, what's his name, Graham Mertz. Taking snaps from oh, Okay, yeah, now I get it. Graham Mertz is the greatest quarterback I've ever seen. If you can throw five touchdowns in the Army All-American game where you're playing QB a third of the snaps, even though he played a little bit more, respect. The, up, up the middle for Wisconsin next year, you got Tyler, you got Graham, and you got that running back some people like. Jonathan. That's pretty good. Jonathan? Jonathan? JT? J- yeah. Anyways, uh, yeah, they're winning the natty with those three. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe the this might be the only name bigger than Colin Johnson that's returning. Auburn defensive tackle Derek Brown, who For first on uh Tom McShay's big board. Yeah, like something wild. Derek Brown definitely has like there are flashes of first round ability, 
mm-hmm. but it's so inconsistent. I think he got better this year. I think he could have been a day two pick for sure. I don't buy into, especially in this interior defensive line class, yeah. him being the sixth best player, whatever. That's why I think it's a smart move. No, um, I'm, I, I was I was very pleased that he went back. Uh, I think he does have a chance to be the best interior defensive lineman next year. Just mm-hmm. knowing what he can do and if it all can come together, he's got that Nick Fairley type of one play to the next. Like, he looks like a first-round pick, then he kind of looks out of it. But he can take over games if if it all comes together. So I'm pretty excited about that. Mm-hmm. Um, another Auburn defensive lineman, Marlon Davidson, who I don't... I'm not surprised he went back. I'm not like a huge fan of him, but he had he had uh, I forget which game it was. I think it was the Old Miss game. Him and like Nick Coe, who had not big on either of them, kind of beat up on the Old Miss O line. So uh, Arkansas gets McTelvin Adam back, one of the better names. McTelvin's a great name. I'm not gonna lie. I don't know much about him. <laughs> so move, do I talk? moving on, but I know a lot about this next guy. Jabari Zaniga is back at Florida, who. Um, with them losing CC Jefferson and Jack Ipolite, yeah, he's gonna be the dude on the defense for them. He's the guy who, on passing downs to get him, CC and Polite on the field together, he'd kick inside. He's like six four, two fifty five, and he was pretty awesome at rushing from the interior, playing like a three tech. Um, I like him a lot. I'm excited that he went back. I, I think he can have a, not necessarily the same effect that like how high polite right rose but like i think he he's got a shot especially because again we don't know a ton about the defense of um next year's class but no it's big for florida too like just uh he's their stalwart up front in the front seven now right yeah i would say so and they got what's the corner's name henderson yes cj henderson Yes, who they're uh, expecting big yeah, things cause from. Because they, they lost a lot, of, a lot of dudes like Voshan, uh, Chauncey, Voshan, yeah, uh, Polite. Polite, obviously. Um, yeah, yeah, it's gonna be like him, David Reese, and Henderson at each level. Mm-hmm. Um, another one. This one surprised me mainly because um, he got kicked off of Virginia Tech earlier in the year. Trevon Hill, the edge rusher, who he can he's eligible to grad transfer, so I'm assuming he's gonna go somewhere. And I, I think he has a lot of ability. And mm-hmm. he, it's not like he got kicked off Vautech for doing something like criminal. He uh, he was kicked off for after the loss to Old D for like go, get, going at it with a coach. So I, I don't know where he'll go, but again, I think he's a lot of ability. So that's kind of exciting. Yeah. Um, Michigan State Edge, Kenny Willickies is also returning. Who He got hurt in the bowl game, which kind of sucked. But he's a dude who's... Classic Michigan State. Like, he arrived there, I think, what they say? He arrived there as a tight end, like, moved to linebacker, moved to fullback, and then Classic. moved to edge and, like, yeah. became really good. So Like, they, they knew he was going to end up as an edge, but they just... Yeah, no, you have to go through, through the, the process. process, yeah, because he yeah. wouldn't be as good as he is if he didn't play every position. No, uh, no, no. Yeah, so that, that's, a, that's a good one. He, he could be uh, the Big Ten's Chase Winovich next year. Um, Notre Dame's getting Khalid Kareem back, who finally started to look like the high recruit he was. So that's a good get. And they also got other edge, Julian Aquara back. Nice bookends on the edges for them. Yep. Um, I think Kareem's got some real ability. LSU got Michael Divinity back, who's a uh, tweener, edge linebacker dude, who I didn't know a whole lot about, but I saw him make a handful of plays when I watched LSU this year and when I'm watching Devin White. So it's a good get back. 
And a trio of linebackers in the Big Ten I like. Starting with Malik Harrison of Ohio State. I think it's a smart move. We saw him play his best yeah. football down the stretch. Yep. Big athletic dude. Um, he, he could be like, the, depending on what Tuck Borland does, he could be the dude at linebacker for Ohio State. E- yeah, either way, that's a really solid duo yeah. for them next year. Michigan State getting back Joe Batchy, who's kind of like, he... he 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 doesn't have like he's not like a freak or anything, but he's just he's a classic Big Ten linebacker instincts for days. The classic Michigan State linebacker, jo- Josie Jewell type. Yeah, uh, and I think the biggest the non classic Big Ten linebacker, Michigan safety linebacker Viper Kaliki yeah. Hudson is back. I'm hyped about that. I love Hudson. I feel like his name kind of got lo- like not lost in it because everyone knows who he is, but. I don't know. He's just not getting super hyped. But no, you're right. Like for a year that the Michigan defense was so good into the last two games, it felt like he was a little bit forgotten for how big of a name he he has been. Yeah, like he can. Anyways, I think he could put up maker. monster numbers next year for Michigan. And he'll be a fun mm-hmm. eval because is he? Uh, it's gonna be the same thing as Jabril Peppers, basically. But he's better at the position than Jabril probably. So at Viper or at safety or at linebacker, Viper. Yeah, he's a better blitzer than Jabril Peppers. Like Jabril's a better football player, I think. At least he's a better athlete. But Hutchins like a very good blitzer. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He, that, I guess that's what kind of makes him the better. His fighter. sack numbers are. Do he have like seven sacks the last two years? I don't know. Uh, I'm just making stuff up now. But. Uh, and then two actual safeties returning. Georgia's J.R. Reed, who didn't. I don't think lived up to some of the hype he was getting. Um, makes mm-hmm. sense. He goes back. Smart. And Ohio State safety, Jordan Fuller, who also didn't quite live up to the hype. I think he can be a single high guy. Um, he's got a lot of ability, but it just didn't seem to come together. And he's not involved in the run enough. But so, quickly, going, going back to Hudson, his numbers were so much down this year compared to uh, 2017. I know, I remember looking at them. but yeah, like, 16 TFLs in 17, seven and a half sacks, and only 3-1 and one this year. I feel like it was like Chase Winovich made every play. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think I don't think he had a worse year. Like from a tape perspective, no. Yeah, I just think he stats. Yeah, obviously worse. But yeah, but no. Uh, that he'll boost be him fun, again next year, baby. Fun one. Uh, okay, on to the guys who are actually going to be in the 2019 NFL draft. There's a whole lot of them because, of course, um, starting with quarterback one, Dwayne Haskins of Ohio State has officially declared. Yeah. Uh, thank God, because this quarterback class is a mess. Yeah, I mean, no surprise is here. Like, he, he had to go capitalize. And what a year he had for Ohio State. The best year a quarterback's ever had in the Big Ten, apparently. So He, uh, he's, I like him a fair amount. But, again, if he was in last year's class, he would be after the Big Four. He'd be after a, Lamar before Allen? Yeah, 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 yeah. So... Like, I think he'll be a top 10 pick for sure. Probably top five because you have to trade up a quarterback. Yeah. Um, I got to do more on Dwayne Haskins. I love some of his ability. And I think he's such a young passer still. There's so much upside with him. Um, yep. No. Yeah, I, I don't think he'll be challenged for QB1 unless somehow Kyler Murray plays football. And again, Ooh, again, we'll he, see on he's 5'9". So. We'll see him. I don't care. We'll see him Monday. <laughs> uh, somewhat surprising. Tyree Jackson, the Buffalo QB. Yeah. Who, Only surprising because uh, he said he was going to enter the transfer portal. Which, which he did. did. I, he, he was looking at all his options, which I mean smart. I wanted him yeah. to return to school and uh, grad transfer to Me a too. Power 5 school. But massive arm. 
I think that's going to get him drafted. Um, yes. He and he's can, massive. can capitalize on the, the lack of overall talent in this quarterback class. Like so. He's 6'7", 245. With, I think he has a bigger arm than Drew Locke. Yeah, I think so. It's, it's may, maybe... I don't know. He he doesn't. He's not like a top five QB by any means. He's probably he'd be a late pick, but interesting developmental guy. Yeah. Um, running backs. My running back one, David Montgomery, Iowa State running back, has declared. Not really surprising. Again, I don't think any running backs are going in the first round, but I think no. he can be a bell cow type in the NFL. Yeah. Uh, he's just so much fun to watch if you like running backs who just run their asses off and contact balance all day break a bunch of tackles yep mm-hmm. um two more or oh two more there's like six more <laughs> I can't read uh Missouri running back to Mario Crockett kind of surprising one a little bit of surprise yeah he has some Alex Collins to his game <laughs> okay um do with that what you will I don't know yeah. is that a positive <laughs> or negative you tell me um Penn State running back Miles Sanders who could be a a riser it's, you know what? He just didn't have the year he was supposed to have, though. It, it was inconsistent. Like, he'd take over yeah. a game, and then, like, the next game he had, like, 50 yards. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know what? I was watching. I forget who they were playing. It might have been might have been the, the Michigan. Yeah, it was the Michigan game. It's like there's so many times when, like, Trace McSorley's just, like, a, they just run Trace McSorley over and over, and it's like, <laughs> maybe give it to Miles Sanders a little bit more. I don't know. I, But, hey, I'm just a hater. Um, this running back class is weird. He does have the traits to be like, I think more of a starting running back in the NFL than some of the running backs I'll have above him. Cause a lot yeah. of this running back class is going to be like guys who play roles yep. versus bell cows, like guys like Darwin Thompson and, uh, a little guy from Washington state. I'm going to hype up in a minute. Ooh. Um, so like, I don't know. He'll be an interesting one. Texas. I say that about everybody. Texas. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I must have said that like 15 times. Oh, this next player is pretty interesting. Texas A&M running back Trivion Williams. Who's you got, like him? Who's? Oh yeah. Uh, who's again? I don't. Uh, he's not in my top 10 running backs right now. I don't believe. But. Or mine. But um, like I think there's a role for a guy like him in the NFL. Big time production on and off at least. Yeah, like I, th- I think he can be. The explosive runner to maybe a more powerful runner. Yeah. Uh, there, there's so many guys who just fit a role in this class. And yeah. few guys I, I would think can be true RB1s. Um, Luckily, the last couple of years we've had a slew of RB1s. So, Oh, and uh, maybe I'll save that for when we're at his position. Um, Why are you looking at Twitter? Sorry, my phone. Sh- gee, because it affects the show. I know. That's where you. I'm not uh, criticizing you. I'm saying, why are you so good at your job? Yeah, you know, grind. Uh, one of my favorite running backs in this class as well um, declares Washington State running back James Williams, who is the best receiving running back in this class, and maybe one of the best I've ever seen. Obviously, coming from the Mike Leach offense, like he is. He plays like a receiver. Fun what, story. Go read it. And yeah, he does. And Booby Williams. Booby Williams, he, he's just a super likable guy on and off the field. And like the He's the James White role, the perfect satellite back. Uh, again, fitting a, a specific role. He's really fun to watch. Yes, yes. Uh, I'm sure the Patriots will take him. and Probably, yeah. yeah. He'll put up crazy numbers. Um, and then 
another th- this guy's another guy who I think has actual RB one traits. Georgia running back Elijah Holyfield. Um, he runs maybe I'd say the three hardest runners in this class are probably David Montgomery, Joshua Jacobs, and Elijah Holyfield. Did you use the full name Josh Jacobs? Yeah, I did. They used to call him Joshua Jacobs when he was a freshman at Bam, and I got so confused that yeah, no one does anymore. Joshua like, and how many Joshes do they have that play running back? What's going on? Um, <laughs> they had two Harrises now. So yeah, I'm, it's very I'm confusing. Playing. Holyfield reminds me of Chris Carson, though. I know. You keep saying it. And I'll continue. It's just violent. Um, and, you know, everyone from Georgia's declaring. So a pair of receivers, Riley Ridley and Nicole Harbin, both declared. Really, it's going to be interesting watching down the stretch. Yeah, here. people are going to go one of two ways on him. They're either going to say he's top five at the position. Rob, I, I guarantee you I will split the difference because that's who I am. And middleman AJ. Uh, yeah, Ridley is either going to be like top five for most people or like probably not top ten because they'll look at production. Mm-hmm. Fuck production watch tape. That's what I say. Um, yeah, so. but if he was, uh, if he's so good, why don't he catch more balls? Yo, Jake from sucks. That's why. <laughs> uh, yeah, rather release currently my receiver too. Um, Miko Harbin's gonna uh, uh, stock's gonna be depend. There's guys at receivers stock just dependent on forty time. It feels like the return man on. though. Yeah, yeah. He'll probably be the return man. Yeah, he'll uh, he'll be a fun one. Uh, you mentioned this earlier. Little Jordan Humphrey is in the massive slot receiver from Texas. Not, I don't think he's gonna be like some great prospect, but like a late, no. a late pick for him. Big guy. He likable though. Does a lot of things you like. And yeah, a nice depth player. He's a baller. Uh, yeah. Another guy who's gonna be dependent on speed. Auburn it's, receiver yeah. Darius Slayton. I don't like this decision. I'm gonna say that, Rob. Yeah, because he could have had a real quarterback next year at Auburn. <laughs> I don't know. It just it. We saw flashes from Slayton. And he's got the I watched, speed. It just never came together. I watched some. It's like the plays he makes are just the deep balls, which, again, not surprising. Yeah. It's not like super, super great red runner. isn't asked to run a lot of routes in that Auburn system. Mm-hmm. It's going to be really dependent on his 40 time. But we've even seen him, like, you know, make – I know it's a deep ball, but, like, even, like, tough catches in the – there's flashes. In the back of the end zone, like, you know what I mean? Like, but, again, this receiver class is so deep already. There's yeah, going to be guys who uh, go undrafted that a lot of years could have been day three picks, I think. Yeah. It's like Central Florida receiver Dredrick Snelson, who declared as well, who yeah. um, I like. I don't love him. There's tools there, but I don't think he's going to be drafted. Yeah. Uh, Notre Dame receiver Miles Boykin also. He's interesting. I like him a fair amount, but – he, like big size, big athlete. Um, I, I like him more than Slayton and Snelson. I like him more than Slayton. Oh God, Slayton, Snelson, <laughs> and Hardman. I think. Yeah, I think he I'm, really came on when Ian Book took over. Mm-hmm. He's he's got some tools. He's he's interesting. Yeah, keep saying that. Georgia loses another guy. Tight end Isaac Nada declares, who who's gonna go on day three because this tight end class and Georgia again did not use him because yeah. they no. Hey, maybe big it's a time good, recruit. It's though. a good thing Cheney left Georgia for Tennessee. Maybe Georgia fans. Cause that guy just that <laughs> offense is weird. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. Maybe they can bring in Brian Schottenheimer. <laughs> just pound Swift next year. I'm in. Um, not <laughs> can even get Chubb. Anyways, don't get me started. Okay, not not right now. Not a 
We'll uh, well. Stop talking. Nada did a good job um, in the run game as a blocker, and he's some athleticism. They barely use him. There's a couple games where they did get him involved. I think he's going to be a day three pick who's got starting upside as a tight end. Um, Kahil Waring from San Diego State kind of surprised tight end jumped in. I haven't seen anything on him. I'm assuming he can yeah. run block because he played at San Diego State. <laughs> Probably. Hey, Nick Bodden cut in, so. Well, hey, he's a former quarterback, so. <laughs> Uh, Lise Mack, tight end, Notre Dame. Yeah. He's got some stuff. Athleticism. Yeah. Not involved a whole lot, though. Tight ends? There needs to be a tight end renaissance. I've been saying this for years. Go to Texas A&M. They knew how to use Sternberger, who's just a yeah. third string from Kansas. So That's true. Uh, Florida right tackle Juwan Taylor is in. That's a good one. He's a day two guy to me. Um, big, mauling right tackle. In a weak offensive line class, he could sh- – move up the board like be an early second round pick even dependent on the process but mm-hmm. i like him uh a pair of interior offensive linemen ohio state center michael jordan who mm-hmm. is much better suited to be a guard than a center yes he yeah, struggled as a like center yeah because like i like i thought well i did like him in the summer as a guard and then i thought he struggled a ton as a center yeah so i'd expect him to be in He's like he's massive too. He's like six, like I, I, I think I gave him a third round grade in the summer yeah, as yeah, a guard, it, and I, th- I think I had like third or fourth ish, mm-hmm. which is fairly high for a summer grade. Uh, in Texas A&M center Eric McCoy, who I don't think like he's going to be in the tier of center with like Elgin Jenkins from Mississippi State, mm-hmm. where I think they have starter traits, but they they could just because of the draft be day three picks. Um. Oh, and Bobby Evans, the Oklahoma yeah. <laughs> tackle, just declared. Who I don't think he's as good as teammate Cody Ford, but he'll be an interesting one. Like he, he that whole line was so good. All four of the guys who are going to be in this draft from that O line are going to get drafted. Yeah, sucks for Oklahoma. Yeah. Hey, hey, they got our boy. What's his name? Like Creed Humphrey. Yeah, I think that's what it, it is. sounds like. He's such a good name for an Oklahoma center. Um. Massive man, Clemson oh. defensive tackle Dexter Lawrence mm-hmm. declares. Yep. Um, obviously missed the two playoff games because of the drug suspension for PEDs. I don't know how that's going to affect him, but it's going to be interesting. Yeah, like I think he, he, depending on who you talk to, like the national media like talked about him as like a top twenty player. He's not that. No, he's he's a really good nose tackle. I need to do more on him, but like I don't see him going in the first round. Me either. I hold on. I don't think I liked him that much. I, I gave him a third round grade, and I think that's like, like his. Christian yeah. Wilkins is definitely better than him. Yeah, and more effective for today's NFL. Yeah. Uh, another one: Penn State interior defensive lineman Kevin Givens, who's a smaller, more athletic interior defensive lineman. He's going to be a fun evaluation. I haven't got to him yet. I don't think there's tape on him yet, but he's like six one two eighty five. Uh, three tech dude, so that's gonna be mm-hmm. fun. Um, big strong Iowa edge rusher Anthony Nelson is in. He's like six six two seventy. Wins with power and aggressive hand use. Um, he'll he'll be a fun one. I say that about everybody. They're either <laughs> interesting or they'll be a fun one. Hold on, let me ask you quickly: Is it better to be a fun one or an interesting one? I think interesting means like you. There's more there, and fun is like. They are what they are, but they're enjoyable to watch. Okay. Um, this is a fun one. And an interesting one. More, <laughs> I like him a lot. Miami so. Edge, Joe Jackson. 
who I think we were both fairly high on. Summer, Summer. I give him second uh, day two, day two guy. Yeah, like big, athletic. Uh, mm-hmm. I, he, uh, yeah, he's in this edge class is really good. This edge interior D line class is really for me. Good. Joe Jackson's kind of the the forgotten one, and obviously Brian Burns and uh, Chikai Polite. Well, Burns we knew about in the summer. Polite was a little quieter, but yeah, but Burns they, and Polite are like top ten players. I think that's Joe, what I'm saying. They yeah. they really separated themselves, and then uh, Jackson kind of got like, forgotten. If he blows up the combine or something, he's like back on for a day two guy potentially. Jackson, yeah, yeah, I think he could too. I, I like a lot. Uh, Clemson linebacker Trey Lamar declared. I don't know about this. I'm not a fan of his game. He's like more of the, especially watching him playing beside Simmons and Kendall Joseph, who are both quite athletic linebackers mm-hmm. he's more of the boxy like 6 250 like uh, i don't think he's a great fit for today's nfl yeah um cornerback with number one washington's byron murphy top 10 player on my big board declared he's a stud i don't know if he'll get out of the top 10 i don't think he should um he is so technically sound he has some of the best cornerback instincts i've ever seen I'm a big fan of his. Um, I don't know how you feel about him, but... You'll find out when we do our cornerback episode. Six, ten weeks from now. <laughs> yeah, that's what I do, baby. I tease. Smart. This is so smart. Making me tell them what I think now. I just, yeah, you're stupid. And then you're just going to say the same stuff on another episode. Like, oh my God. Yeah, retread. Uh, Clemson corner, Trayvon Mullen declared Some after people's cornerbacks won. Ah, that can't be true. Th- he is. No one has him over do they who yeah I, I think matt miller did at one point for sure that's wild i love and i thought because I, I seem like i'm high on him right i think i think two i've seen two, i think miller was one for sure and someone else had him number one anyway yeah clemson corner trayvon mullen after winning defense player in the natty um he declared six one one ninety. i think he could be a really good zone corner but i think the move to the safety is like it's a single height i'm i got a kind of a big comp on him <laughs> Enlighten us. Devin McCourty. He reminds okay. me of Devin McCourty, and that's why I partially think he should make a move to safety. I think that's the role he plays in the NFL at, at his best. I think he's more of a Jason, but uh, alas. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. This next guy's more okay. of a Jason. Arkansas corner Ryan Pulley is in. That's not. He's not more of a Jason. I made that up. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I've seen a guy who... He's violent. He'll, he seems like... Sometimes when he jams, I think he's going to punch the receiver in the face. He's not a great athlete, and he really struggles in man. But <laughs> I think a move to nickel with his feisty violence and it, uh, some of his instincts, I, it'd be interesting. Um, Boston College corner Hamp Cheevers has declared. All-name team. Uh, and I th- he was like – I think he led the country in interceptions. Um, uh, he plays – I liked him in um, – off man, but like he cannot press. He's 5'10, 180, uh, solid instincts, but like he is not violent and not physical, but ball skills and instincts. Maybe a move to nickel. We'll see. <laughs> One of my favorite safeties in this class, who I don't know if a lot of people are talking about, and he, he caught my eye all last year, has declared yeah. Iowa safety Amani Hooker, who he played this role of, like, he he played box safety. He played nickel. He played like this star linebacker role. Um, he he's violent, um, and he he's just smart. Like I don't think he's gonna test all that well, but and I think he'd be like a day three pick. 
but but yeah. but like early day three, and I think there's something there in the rate system for a guy like him. NFL right. playoffs are here, and it's time to get in on the action with my bookie. Don't be that guy with no rooting interest as your relatives or friends sit around watching the games. Not this year, when the 53rd Super Bowl is around the corner. It really is the most wonderful time of the year. Make sure you're ready for the daily action by signing up at MyBookie today. They pay fast when you win. Ownership really cares about good customer service. And they offer the craziest props. Where you bet is just as important as who you are betting on. And if you want to make money during bowl season, you can't because it's over. NFL playoff season, though. Sweet. you got to go to my bookie. I trust them, but you don't have to take my word for it. Check them out for yourselves. Join now, and my bookie will offer you 50% deposit bonus to make sure you have a nice bankroll for NFL playoff season. should probably update this app, my bookie. Uh, use promo code <laughs> REST25 when you deposit to activate the offer. That's promo code REST25. Heaven25, but it's okay. Or either one. I don't it doesn't know. matter. You can use either one. We have two podcasts if you guys didn't know. At my bookie, you play, you win, you get paid. I'm sorry that. <laughs> Maybe finish editing your ad before sending it to me. For the shots fired. Okay. <laughs> Come on. Take care of my bookie Sp- and take splits. Sponsors fires me. Um, East West Shrine game preview. There's a lot of names, there's a lot of games. The NFL PA Bowl is a lot less fun, and we don't even know if it's the right rosters. <laughs> we'll, we'll get there. Don't worry. Uh, okay, so we'll run we'll run through this a little bit fast. Uh, uh, yeah. We can do it long. I don't care. What, you got anywhere to be? Uh, yeah, I'm flying to the game. To the practices. Tonight. To the trap? To the trap. Well, sorry, wow. no. I'm flying to the Rose Bowl for the NFL PA Bowl to find out who's actually on the team. <laughs> Someone okay, let's go uh, east-west, player by player, through the whole... Oh, I'm kidding. God. Okay, yeah, we'll go position by position, starting with the quarterbacks. Uh, I would say the QBs in the west are much more interesting than the QBs in the east. Yes. Brett Rippon, we'll start there. Uh, your highest-rated quarterback, right? Of yeah, yeah. Like, I think he should be at the Senior Bowl. Yeah, uh, I think... Him and yeah. Easton Stick should be at the Senior Bowl, and they're both on the west. So that That's what I'm going to... Yeah. yeah. These, like... <sighs> I don't know why Rippon's on at the Senior Bowl. I'm not going to tweet at Jim Nagy and get in trouble, so <laughs> I'll never know. Um, but he like he has day two ability and NFL starting ability, in my opinion. He's the best quarterback at the East West Shrine game. One, I, okay, Easton Stick, uh, interesting dude. One thing that caught my eye is, do you see what he's listed at on the Shrine Game, Shrine game website? No, I didn't see. 5'11", 190. Holy hell. Which I feel like might be a mistake because the next player is also listed at five eleven one ninety. Okay, that must be because he's like he's, he's listed, listed at six two two twenty one and North Dakota State. And I don't think he's that big, but, but he's, he's not, not that, that small. small. No, no, he, he's probably like, he's two fifteen. Yeah, I was six, gonna say one. like six six one two fifteen. Yeah, but hey, uh, Easton Stick really fun. I wish he was at the senior role because one thing about Easton Stick is I think he's got like the perfect traits to be a backup in the NFL now. I like don't he's disagree got, with that. He's got I, very I he's impressive. Start. Yeah, but yeah, but like the impressive mobility. Like I love having my backup quarterback with mobility. Yeah, me too. But hey, I think he can be like a back end starter or but high end backup. Um, I yeah, I, I like Easton Stick. He's a gamer. Obviously, yeah, very mobile. Court, quarterbacks as a whole aren't bad. Like Jordan Taamu, David Blau, Taylor Cornelius, Marcus McMarion are the other guys, and yeah. like. 
there are people who like each of them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's nobody here who's just an absolute nobody. These guys are all going to be, I think, in training camp with the team at least. McMarion, the worst of the bunch? No. Oh, no, 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 no. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Who's your lowest? He's he's probably the third best. Him or Tamu. I guess. Oh, yeah, I don't like Cornelius either. Cornelius is really big, but I don't know. Uh, let's say it's six six two thirty. David, David Blouse CFL baby. Yeah, I know. Um, I, but yeah, you're right. No, all of them are. Uh, it's, first of all, it's a good roster overall for the. It's East a bit, It's the best East West Shrine game roster I've seen. And please t- tune in uh, next Saturday. Which, wait, are you sponsored by them personally? <laughs> On the NFL Network, yeah. Oh, NFL Network sponsors you. Uh, no, okay. no, I'm sponsored by Tropicana. Oh, of course, L- running L- backs, L- running backs. Um, Running backs, running backs. There's some decent. I think potentially the best one here is Divine Azigbo from Nebraska. He's an interesting dude, right? And he's been getting more like the hype's been coming lately with him. Um, big. He's a big athletic. dude. Yeah. He he mm-hmm. was like kind of the guy for Nebraska this year. Yeah. Um, I think with Nick Brissett, you're getting like the Spencer. I, I you know he's Spencer Ware. He's the classic. When LSU doesn't have an absolute stud running back, they have a Spencer Ware. Or, yeah, Williams last year. Yeah. yeah, well, he was a Spencer Ware, too. He was Spencer Ware, yeah. Yeah. And then you get – this is these are the Western backs. And then they have Darren Holland and Quadri Allison, who I, I like both of them as well. Like, I think all four of those guys are NFL running backs. Quadri Allison is weird and interesting. 6'2", 230. He's a good receiver. He can pass block. I like him. Please – okay, uh, East-West, I love you, but uh, your, your weight heights and weights are way off. Olsen's listed at 255 on the website here. Okay, there's no way. <laughs> I know. That's interesting. Uh, and then with the East, I think Ty Johnson's kind yeah, of – that's my he, guy. He kind of lost – he didn't do a whole lot for Maryland this year. They, no. But uh, I don't think he'll get drafted, but he's interesting. Um, Darnell Wolfolk, who's Army, so I don't know what's going <laughs> yeah. on with him, but he's Mike Tolbert, so. That, that's cool. And, yeah, if you watch the Army-Navy game, he, uh, he flashed a little bit of uh, quickness. I liked him. Yeah. All right. We'll speed Hold on, quick, quickly. Ty Johnson, yeah, he didn't have the year. I liked him a lot in the summer, though. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think he'll get drafted, though. Like, I would take I, all... I, had him, I think the, I, the four running backs on the West are better than the four all four running backs on the East. Yeah, probably. But I... <laughs> what's it called? Uh, late day three graded for me in the summer, but I haven't done the work this year, but I, I liked him. I think there's something uh, there with Ty Johnson. Oh, yeah. Uh, with the receivers, anyone on the East you like? Other, obviously, there's one guy who stands out who should be at the Senior Bowl. But Jim Nagy, I'm sorry. I didn't mean that. Stop, yeah. Um, just, just say it already. Cody Thompson, Toledo. He's on the West, so no. Oh, I thought you said West. Sorry. No, I said East. Um, uh, I, I, I really I, like Jamal Custis from Syracuse. He's oh, yeah, you like I forgot you like height, him. Height, weight, day three guy who really made some plays uh, in that passing game. Yeah, you, you, I know you're talking about Demarcus Lodge. Who Demarcus Lodge is a top five receiver potentially in this class, and he's mm-hmm. not at the Senior Bowl. Uh, my personal favorite of the Ole Miss trio. Not saying he's the best, but my personal favorite. I I agree. Okay. Like again, not the best, but he's the like his he's so nasty off the line, mm-hmm. and he's so dirty out of those uh, <laughs> out of the out of his he's breaks. nasty and dirty. Like I know he he's he's got some concentration drop issues, but other than that, that's the only thing holding yes. me back from like maybe having him top three at receiver. 
I've said it before, like it, when the when everything broke down, uh, he was like the go-to guy for he, Ole Miss. He is like I have him definitely ahead of AJ Brown. Yeah, DK Metcalf's above him, but like, how do I say this? DK Metcalf has so much potential; he's not there yet. Mm-hmm. Like Lodge is a more, yeah. more NFL ready player. Yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I just don't no. get why he's at the like. Not the shit on the East West Shrine game, but he should be at the Senior Bowl. Like he, Maybe he gets there. Maybe he, he, gets he should because he'll cook in the one on ones. Um, do you like, anyone else from the East? Like nah, Ryan Davis? Nah, he, it's hard not him. to love him. He's not good. No, he's not. But it's hard not to love. Uh, uh, no, nah, I had Terry, Terry Godwin's fine. Like Godwin and Davis are both not draftable. No, but they're fine. I don't know. This other guy's name is Jesper Horstead from Princeton. So I yeah, I probably he might be the best player ever or the worst, and there's no in between. Yes. Uh, any of the West wide receivers? <laughs> uh, Cody Thompson's interesting. I think Cody Thompson's not that good. Cody Thompson's know. got a lot of like special teams plus side. Like if uh, I, I think yeah. that's a, a nice thing to get with a guy like him, and he blocks well. Um, he also shit talks like crazy. Uh, I think Keyshawn Johnson's definitely the best on the West though. Fresno State receiver. I think he can be a early day three guy. I like him a lot. Keelan Doss is one of the best small school guys. The UC Davis kid, he mm-hmm. he uh, he's really good at fifty fifty balls. Um, Poindexter's big. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, the tight ends are not very good. Yeah, uh, the best. Bex, be, I don't know. The the best one I think like is Missouri's backup tight end is there, Kendall Blanton, and he, and o- Oregon's backup tight ends there too. Yeah, but like Kendall Blanton's like a draftable tight end. Um, Beck's okay, but like, yeah. And again, it's a big tight end class. Don't some people like Matthew Sokol? Yo, those people are whack. If they do, okay. he's not good. Uh, CJ Conrad from a super oh, sleeper so that we get good. drafted. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I yeah I, I, I like Blanton and Beck are the most interesting tight ends there. Yeah, and they're not very interesting. Anyways, moving on. Uh, okay, offense, offensive line. I think the big one. Um, for the Tyree St. Louis, yeah, Tyree St. Louis is a guy who could be at the Senior Bowl. Like, there's enough mm-hmm. ability there that you could justify that. I think he's a, for sure a draftable player. Uh, he struggled against like Brian Burns, and he didn't quite have the year. There was some hype. He moved from right tackle to left tackle, and there was some hype. Um, yeah, with him, but he didn't kind of get no one there. But no one else on the East really excites like, me. Ju- Justin School's not like he may be a practice well guy at best. Uh, on the west, I kind of like Paul Adams from Missouri. Okay, like I, okay, I'm I'm using like really liberally, like just for something to talk about. I know, yeah, okay. like I don't think he'll get drafted, but he'll be in a camp. <laughs> that that's super liberal. Yeah. Uh, how about Jesse Burkett? Whoa, 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 I was I want to talk about San Diego State Ryan, Ryan Pope. Oh my god, Pope, Pope. Oh, I forgot about Ryan Pope. Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like he's fucking massive. And he, he is not a good athlete, and he's really not great in pass pro, but he will maul you in the run game. Like, I yeah, could I see him making a move to the inside, making an NFL team. Mm-hmm. So that's, like, that's an interesting guy. Jumping to the interior, though, yeah, Jesse Burkett's the big one on, like, yeah. the, nobody on the interior of the East, I've watched Frederick Johnson from Florida, I'm not a fan. Like, no one on the interior of the O-line on the East interests me, but the West. No, yeah. And the West, Bonner from Arkansas State, who was a tackle there, kicking inside, that's okay. But Jesse Burkett, like, he's a guy who could be at the Senior Bowl. 
Yeah, uh, I think I had him at the day three guy. In yeah, I and I agree, but again, not a, like if you're breaking it down, like just it's from not a great class, cent- I know. and just yeah. from a center perspective, he's a definite top ten center in the class. That's true. Yeah. yeah, like I could see him being a guy who could potentially make the jump to the senior bowl. And uh, Juwan Bushel Beatty, go blue. He's there. <laughs> yeah, congrats. To keep doing. Uh, okay. Uh, jumping into the defensive side of the ball. Well, I thought we were going to do kickers because they're technically offense. Well, no, special teams gets their own category. Have some okay. respect. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I think the East has a couple guys I like on the defensive line. They don't break up edge and interior D line, so I just whatever. yeah, that's annoying. Yeah. Um, Michael Dogby from Temple's a guy I think is a mid day three pick. Temple tough. Um, <laughs> play. He's not that. Big, but he plays really strong at the point of the attack. He's got some quicks. Uh, also, Boston College is why it raised there. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, he could have a big week there, I think, especially with the tackles being there. Um, Chris Slayton from Syracuse. Ricky Walker had some talk. I think he's more of a late day three guy, but I like him. Um, really, the biggest potential riser. Terry Beckner. Is Matt? No, no, no. Of the East Group is Matthew oh, sorry, Betts of, uh, from Laval, who is from our yeah. our country, Canada. Uh, Laval is like our Alabama, um, pretty much. Yeah, it, Westerns it, are Clemson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> anyways. Right. No one cares about this. Let's go. Uh, jo- no, 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 no. University of Montreal is our Georgia. No, Montreal's not that good. Are they good now? Yeah, they've been good for years. I think McMaster's the, our Georgia. Oh, McMaster's not. No, whoa, whoa, whoa. Mac gets beat by Laurier. Come on, Laurier's like our Mississippi State. (laughs) No, it's all SEC. I've changed my mind. Uh, Yeah, but Matthew Betts is like has won the getting hype. Yeah, yeah, the defensive player or defensive lineman of the year three straight years or something in Canada. Mm -hmm. He's like six three two fifty. John Ledyard wrote a nice little article about him. There's a lot of interest with him. He could have a big week. I'm excited about that. Uh, jumping into the West, you mentioned Terry Beckner. That's the guy. Mm-hmm. That I think he he might be the best overall defensive lineman at the East West yep. Run game. Who, who's a guy? Former five star. You see flashes of brilliance. It's not consistent, but he's really athletic. I think he could have a huge week. He's a Senior Bowl type dude, in my opinion. There's another Canadian, Joel Van Pelt from Calgary, baby. That's Calgary's a big one. Calgary's like I don't know USC. Yeah, that's good because they're at West. That's so smart. They're at West. We're going to – off pop, we're going through this entire thing. Now. <laughs> <laughs> um, Daniel Weiss is there too, who's brothers on the Patriots, and he's just a uh, he good pad level, so that's something. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is something. Linebackers now. I don't like – like, I don't think anyone is super special on the East. Uh, No, there's some guys in the West though. Uh, Let me see. Like, uh, Khalil Hodge – We've always like, like well. There's a couple Mac guys we've loved for a couple years. So, but Khalil Hodge is going to be on an NFL team. I just don't love him. Ulysses Gilbert, baby, one of the name team. Yeah, who's big time production for a while at Akron. There's just there's uh, three guys. Um, people will probably like Gink, Van Ginkle. I don't know, but he's not good. He's okay, but he was like an edge. Like he'll be he'll be on a preseason team. Yeah. Uh, um, I like the West guys because B.J. Blunt from McNeese State is a safety linebacker tweener who's really athletic. He's like the type of guy who's going to, if he's at the combine, blow it up, get drafted on day three and be a special teams guy. Your boy, BBK. BBK from Washington. Bember Curvin. Makes a team, Rob? Call it now. Sorry? Does he make a team? He's getting – what? He's getting – Yeah. 
Dude, I have a Matt Milano comp on him. <laughs> I I think he's a really good football player. I think he's like I a like fourth round pick. And a, don't trigger me. Don't mess around <laughs> like that. Uh, in your favorite, Oregon's Justin no. Hollins. I don't like Justin Hollins. Yeah, but he's big and athletic, and I don't like Jelks either, really. But hey, okay, well, Jelks is significantly better than Justin Hollins, though. Hold on, let me go back. I gotta look what I think. No, you don't. It's not that important. Okay, jump into corners now. I like Troy. I, I think there's a lot of interesting guys at corner. Um, Derek Beatty from Kentucky should be at the Senior Bowl. Yeah. Like he's a borderline top ten corner in the class. Big six three. Uh, Rashad Fenton from South Carolina is a guy I kind of like as a day three guy. Michael Jackson from Miami should also be at the Senior Bowl. Really physical zone corner. Um, on the West, Jamal Peters from Mississippi State's like six two two twenty and twitchy. It never all came together at Mississippi State, but there's something there. That's interesting. Uh, Toledo's Kadar Holman's a guy I liked in the summer a little bit. Tulane's Donnie Lewis is one of my favorite sleeper corners. Big press guy. Uh, and another great sleeper from the Big Ten, Northwestern's Montre Hardage. Montre Hardage. Who's yeah. like, he's interesting. The DB group as a whole is really interesting there. This, the, again, it's the best East-West Shrine game rosters I have seen. Me too. Um, yeah. Did anyone like really catch, like uh, Beatty, Peters? I've always liked Derek Beatty. Yeah, I mean, I mean those 6-3 corners are so rare, right? Yeah, it turns me on. And it, uh, it, it's, I, it's weird because all three other Kentucky – DBs are at the Senior Bowl, but I think he's the best one. He's at the East West Run game. I agree. Yeah. Um, uh, Hardich isn't bad. I think Hardich can be a, like a solid, solid football dude. player. Yeah. Yeah. Um, looking at safeties, the East has some guys. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Like Delvin Randall, it's all going to be about his athleticism because he doesn't seem that athletic, but he's a good football player. Like he's making mm-hmm. an NFL team if. If like the athleticism even holds yeah. him back, like he he'll still make it as a special teams guy. Um, Your boy Sheldrick Red 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 Wine makes you feel so fine. Yeah, yeah. Sheldrick Red Wine from the U, who long lean safety physical. I like it. Like I, I think he's a day three guy, but there's some traits there. Uh, Lucas Dennis, who had a ton of hype entering the year at Boston College, didn't really live mm-hmm. up to it, but like he's he's a day three safety for sure. Um, Jumping to the West, Andrew Wingard from Wyoming, physical monster. Come on, uh, give, me, give us some Wingard hot takes, please. No, he's not very athletic, I don't think. But he brings it. Like him and <laughs> there him, we go. him and Randall are making teams just on special teams alone. What was your Andrew Wingard comp? I don't want to talk about it. Tyree Cannell from Michigan <laughs> is a guy who I don't like. He's not bad. He's I, not I, bad. I, another guy I think can make a team on specials. Yeah, I think that's and yeah, same with JoJo Mack. While we're at it from Washington, JoJo McIntosh. Yep, some big names at safety. To I, be I like our Darius Pickett. I Evan Worthington's one of my favorite DBs in the class. Like I have Worthington like in my top ten safeties. It's Colorado DBU. Yeah. Now? Yes. He okay. Worthington's a weird one. He he played that like overhang role, and he's like six two two twenty. Um, but he just didn't get that hype. I don't know. I'm gonna have him pretty high for. If, if then higher than most people, I would think the safety class is really weird. It can, it can go a lot of ways. Yeah. Uh, okay, jumping to the special teams now. I think there's only one guy we have to talk about. <laughs> uh, AJ Cole, punter, North Carolina. He's actually, he's, he's actually not bad to be honest. He's fine. He's, he's uh, an NFL punter because it's an NFL program. It's Matthew Gay though, baby. Yeah, Matt, Matt Gay. Uh, not didn't live up to the hype this year that I created. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what regular people thought about him, but AJ had me thinking he was going in the first round. He deserves to be. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Is that what we're saying? 
No, uh, but he's a good kicker, and I, I want to see him uh, be a seventh round pick. So I th- he'll be he'll have a shot at making an NFL team at least. There's lots of teams that need kickers right now. I'll say that. Yeah, you're not wrong. I feel like it's, it was a bad year for kicking on the whole. It always is. That's true. Sorry, Cody Parkey. You got blocked, buddy. I I believe in you. Um, is that that's everyone? Yeah, that, that's Mackey, everyone. Jump, keep an eye for Mackay. Uh, jump over to the NFL PA Bowl. We're not even sure if these are the real rosters. Okay. Their, their okay. website doesn't list anything. The website has zero information about the rosters, about the coach. coaches. It's hard to find information on. NFL PA Bowl, if you want to be taken seriously, and I want to take you seriously, get your shit together. Like, put the rosters on the website, please. They have this big board that is just, like, every player in college football that's eligible. And it only goes from, like, it goes alphabetically from A to G, and then it stops. I don't believe in other letters. Smart. <laughs> I respect that. If you're not on a letter grade letter, you're nothing. But anyways, uh, get your shit together. This is a joke, and uh, I want to like your book. Bo- oh, also, the scheduling. Don't put it up against the East West Shrine game. Yeah. Retweet. Do it this week. Or just... Have the game played later that day so I can watch it. You're on the West. Yeah, it's, it, you moved to the Rose Bowl two years ago. That's a big move, but hey, you, you did nothing for it. I'm sorry, people. I want to love you, but uh, please let let me love you. So again, we're not totally sure if these are fully the correct rosters. Like, the only way we can get rosters is from their Twitter page and players tweeting it out. But that's a lot of work. Yeah. Anyway, we did our best. Here's what. We'll just quick. Any quarterbacks catch your eye? Manny Wilkins is interesting. I love Manny Wilkins. I don't know if he's draftable, but he's fun as hell. Uh, and I love him. I'm not yeah. cheering for him. I hope he blows this, this show up. I enjoy him, too. I think he's head and shoulders above every other quarterback at the NFL. Well, people – no one likes Jake Browning anymore, right? No one ever – no one who actually watched the tape ever did. That's You're funny. right. I'm just making sure. Yeah, no. Uh, I like Manny. I can tell about Manny Wilkins all day, though. I any, love the guy. Any running backs catch your eye? Uh, hold on. i got to open this back up. Uh – I don't know. Not really. I think Trevon McMillan. McMillan is the like one, he's yeah. head and, Again, he's head and shoulders over everyone else. And George Aston, the fullback from Pitt, respects. Uh, the receiver group's actually good, though. It's a, it's the strength of the the game, right? I yeah. Say. Yeah. Like, Emmanuel Butler is a sleeper from Northern Arizona. He's a big physical yeah. guy. Jeff Smith, a former quarterback at Boston College, moved to receiver. He's a, he's a surprisingly nice route runner. Trenton Irwin will be in the preseason as a slot guy. Yeah, Flynn Nagel from Northwestern, same deal. Same deal, yeah. I like And I like I like Flynn Nagel. He's just a solid – I don't like Irwin too much. Charles Holland had some hype uh, from Tiffin for a small school guy. Uh, Trevon Brown from East Carolina is a guy we both enjoy. Yes, uh, he, I enjoyed him a lot in the summer. Big production in the last two years. Hopefully he can uh, put it together, have a good combine. I hope he gets there too. Um, Juwan Winfrey. Juwan Winfrey, yes. From Colorado, yeah, who's a big physical – like overshadowed by LaVisca Chenault this year, but – But I think he's, he's – he's got Winfrey's some a pretty good football Like player. he'll be on a, in a training camp at minimum. And he, he could do – Pretty well if he gets to uh, Indianapolis too. I think. Yeah, for just a height weight guy, height weight speed yes. guy. Yes. Uh, yeah. And John V. Johnson from Toledo. That's a fine one. All three Toledo receivers are interesting. Um, honestly, the 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 there's one tight end here who I'd I take like Donald Parham from yes. Stetson, the six eight two thirty. Yes. Yeah. He he'd be. I wish he was at the East West Shrine game because I'd rather see him than the guys there. Me too. Uh, Donald Parham is super interesting. Very minimal tape on him. He went to Stetson, which quickly, Rob, where is Stetson? I could not tell you. I'm guessing New Jersey. 
Nope, it's in Central Florida, which I didn't no know. No idea. Just, uh, Sounds like a New Jersey Beach. place. Sorry? Sounds like it's in New Jersey. Stetson. It does. I kind of assumed it was New Jersey, too. You want to guess their team name? The Water Owls. The, close. The Hatters. I don't know what that means. But Parham is 6'8", like you said, like 230. Yeah, athletic. Lighter. Probably a good rebounder. Uh, okay. One. Hold on. Canadian kid, we got to say it. Alexander Savard, Laval. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, he's their Hail Hartage. Uh, okay, offensive tackles. Calvin Anderson from Texas is the big one. The Rice transfer. Um, mm-hmm. I'm surprised he's not at the East West Shrine game because I think he's a draftable tackle. Other than that, I don't really think they have much at tackle at the PA Bowl. I, uh, again, he's Canadian, so i got to do it. Uh, Maurice Samba from Concordia. He's listed really big, like 6'8", 335 or something insane like that. We don't lie about our sizes in Canada. Uh, we probably do, but hey, there's lots of shrinkage with the with the cold up here. But uh, he he's six ten in the U.S. That's terrible. Uh, interior offensive line, two guys catch my eye: uh, Patrick Vahey from Texas, big mauling guy. And there's a big name here: Hajalte Froholt from Arkansas, who had some first round hype before the season, I believe. Um, more of a day three guy to me, but still massive mm-hmm. name for the PA Bowl. Look, they got some good players, like just promoted and. Say who's there. Like, fuck. Well, also, he might not be there. We don't know if this is for sure. The, yeah, we're, we're just guessing. to be. We're, we pick these names out of a hat. Uh, on the defensive line, I don't know. Ray Smith from Boston College is okay. Amani Bledsoe, Bledsoe from Oklahoma. Yeah. But, again, nothing big. On the edge, Malik Reed from Nevada is a guy I like. Who I think mm-hmm. he, he's not big, but he's he's quick, athletic. He's got some bend. He, he could be a day three guy. Um, I think the linebacker group's interesting, though. I, second after receiver, I think, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I think so. Start with uh, Sione Takitaki, who had a really nice year. Uh, An edge that Wisconsin off- game really put a, him on the radar, I think. Edge, off-ball type. Um, he, he played both for BYU. I think mm-hmm. he's, he could potentially make the NFL as a special teams guy. The massive name here is Clemson linebacker Kendall Joseph. Who Why? I, I, Joseph and Lamar should switch spots, I think. Lamar's not at any of them. Oh yeah, he just so Kendall Joseph should just declare. Um, <laughs> jo- no, jo- but, uh, Joseph's good enough to me to be at the Senior Bowl. Yeah, yeah. and he is at the NFL PA Bowl. But athletic, like he, he's a fourth round type guy for me, which is good enough for the Senior Bowl in my opinion. Absolutely, um, athletic has some off ball trees, kind of like Dorian O'Daniel was coming into Clemson last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, EJ. Uh, Ajaya from North Texas, a special teams type dude. Peyton Puller's a badass from Washington State. Yeah, Peyton Puller's fun. Yeah, it's just like the classic, like, gonna need to make it on specials. If he can. Yeah. yeah. Uh, corners, Elijah Holder, the Stanford corner, stands out. Um, like, he's definitely a draftable corner. I don't really know much about anyone else. Oh, Kyron Brown, I kind of like as a uh, UDFA from Akron. Um, I don't think I've seen anyone else there. Me either. And then at safety, for some reason, we only have three names. I don't know if there's only three safeties at the PA Bowl, or again, don't we know. don't know anything. Uh, but the big one is Jalen Young from FAU, yeah. who I like a lot. Mm-hmm. I I don't know what most people think. I think he like an, uh, he he's versatile. He can play corner, nickel, and safety. Like he reminds me of some. Of, this is a big fucking comp for a guy who I. I'm sure other people think is going undrafted. I don't really know. Ricardo Allen, like that's a big so, that's a big comp. So if you put Andrew Wingard and Jalen Young together, 
It's the greatest safety of all time. Why? Next question. <laughs> but, like, I don't know. Some interesting I like Jalen Young. I think he's a good football player, man. He's tough. I think he's the second best player. I like a lot of those receivers. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, who, who's the... Who would you say is the best player at the senior? Or the, sorry, at the NFL PA Bowl? It's between Young, uh, Joseph, and a couple of those receivers. Yeah, which receivers? I, the best. Uh, uh, I, I think it goes Joseph, Young. Uh, yeah, I, I think on, I, I put Joseph and Young head and shoulders above everybody else. Yes, me too. I'm just saying. Next, Calvin up, uh, Anderson from the Texas tackle is in the conversation. Uh, like you said, a handful of the receivers are interesting. Mm-hmm. Malik Reed, I don't know. Um, you like Reed a lot, yeah. And Elijah Holder from Stanford, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, that's everything. For the me. quarterbacks too. Yeah, Man- well, Manny. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that'll do it for us here at Seven Rounds in Heaven. You can follow AJ on Twitter at agmarchese13. You can follow me at Rob Paul NFL. Go to armchairallamericans.com. I just had a quarterback article come out examining the quarterbacks available in this draft, the biggest names, and Justin Herbert's return to Oregon as well. Um, yeah, uh, follow Armchair at AC Americans at Armchair NFL. I don't know if I said that, but I said it again if I, I didn't. I don't know. Uh, AJ, could you get us off the air? Yeah, takes takes <laughs> my bookie. Uh, enjoy what's going on this weekend. Nothing going on. Enjoy NFL football. This is not how you're supposed to get us off the air. Oh, okay. Uh, have a good life. Take care. And get off the mound. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers. But you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.